brought to you by Team Corker. And this one has felt like a long time coming. A human who I adore, who I've had the privilege of working with, and now who I have the privilege of stalking online like thousands of other people. Jackie Carr, (laughs) welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Getting your invite to be on the pod was a great moment. I'm so happy to be here, Steph. You know what's really crazy is that I created a really fast story that I was like, this woman has so much going on. There is no way she'll ever have time. And when you said, yes, send me some dates, I was like, 2021? Like, how far out did I send you? (laughs) So time is sacred. I seriously appreciate you making time. This is rad. For people who don't know, we'll make sure this is, of course, included in the show notes. Jackie and I are former Lululemoners, and Jackie has set off to live the vision that she declared on many stages at Lululemon, living in Evergreen, Colorado. Did I say that right? Yeah. I always want to call it Evie, like your sweet daughter. Yeah. Well, that's her real name is Evergreen, but we call her Evie. Bless. Well, that's also part of the vision of this woman. You are a coach, you are a speaker, you are constantly creating, you are beautifully, perfectly, authentically online for people who aren't in Evergreen, Colorado. And I have so many questions I want to dig into with you today. Is that cool? Oh my gosh. I am ready. But first, I just have to tell you, Steph, and for you guys listening, Steph was the first person in my life who challenged me to stand for my worth and recognize that money is energy and to ask for it. And so I want to give you that shout out that our time at Lululemon has still left a mark on me as I am constantly creating rates and learning how to give my own self a raise now that I'm entrepreneur. And I still hear your voice in our first recruiting conversations. So know that the quirk chop lives on in my world. Oh, the cork chop and dollars and money and memories. I love it. I love it. Well, you are a coach. Thank you for that, Jackie. And you are a coach now, and I'm sure you're coaching people on money and many other things, Um, (laughs) which is no joke. I had the privilege of working with a coach myself this year, and the beginning of every one of our coaching calls, she would ask me, what are the three things we're celebrating today? And it felt like the perfect segue into this conversation. What are the three things you are celebrating today, Jack? Well, how ironic. I did just give myself a raise this month and I secretly used to do it like sneaky sauce on websites and be like, maybe no one will notice. But this year I celebrated it. I went down and I told my husband and I drank wine and I was really proud of stepping into this next evolution of my brand. So I'm celebrating that I gave myself my own raise and Number two would be, oh my God, I have to celebrate my two daughters. I have two young children, three and a half and one and a half. And my life is forever learning from small, tiny humans, which, you know, you always think you're going to listen to podcasts or read books and all my lessons are wrapped into replicas of my partner and I, and it's beautiful and chaos and crazy and sometimes like what the hell and I celebrate it often and lastly would be I'm really proud of 
the women I'm coaching this year, I've really moved into coaching entrepreneurial women. And this fall, there was a huge turnkey for most of my clients and they launched their business, their voice. They gave themselves a raise or they pivoted their brand. And I celebrate those women becoming CEOs and changing the world by bringing their power to the people. Gosh, it's so perfectly you. It's it's (laughs) like, yes, yes, yes. And it's also like you couldn't necessarily coach people into that place until you got to that place on your own. Yeah, you have to be living the work. I really believe you have to be living the work. And just like you, Steph, I have many coaches. I will amend. I do not coach money. Do not call me to help you with money, but I have three great resources. I have quite the coaches roster that I've worked with. So I think we all really have to live the work, ask the questions, ask for help, and then lead it. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So you touch on help. Um, but I feel like it might, this might go like help and here because as I admittedly lovingly, I adore everything that you're constantly creating online and in the world, be it a program, a retreat, you know, you're hiking and it feels like you're this constant creator. You're constantly generating. And I just want to know how you do it. <laughs> okay, this is a, such a good question. So I'm in Enneagram three, and I do believe achiever would still be on my strength list. And I will tell you that I do well being busy. Busy is only a bad word when I have exceeded my time limit in a certain domain, i.e., career, and not spent time with my family, or busy when it's out of alignment to my values. But for me, most of my busyness is purposeful and so aligned to who I want to be for the world that it feels like time stretches for Mm. me to do the things I love. Mm. And while a lot of people are like, I don't get it, I make sure that I do. Mm. And so I don't slow down for other people or to fit the mold of what a mother of two should look like Mm. or will look like for some people. That's their journey. Mine is to be a creator and a connector and cultivate space for speaking or goals or vision boards and bliss rocking in Mexico. And for me, busyness works. My dad always said, I never did well with less on my plate. And Mm. I do really well when I'm managing more things at once. So undeniably, your plate is a true American Thanksgiving feast with all of the things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is colorful. It is nutritious. It is delicious. It's intentional. Yes, yes, yes. I want to know though, one layer deeper to that, Jack, like in, of course there's values and there's vision, but creating takes energy. And I mean, I feel like you're ideating and you're coming up with the plan and the module and the da, 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 da. And so where does that come from for you? Okay, so logistically speaking, I love Light Your Leadership from Suzanne's The Cycles of Success. It's a tool around um, knowing your why, ideating all the ways your why can come to life, choosing three you like, and then starting to create goals from there, and then saying thank you. Those are the five (laughs) cycles, should you want to write them down? And I literally stop and use those cycles. People have worked with me many times, they won't use the cycles. 
And I literally use them every project. Number one, logistically speaking. Mm -hmm. Number two, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I have found that when I fell in love with my partner, Chris, my life started to look different because I not only fell in love with Chris, I started to fall in love with myself because he wasn't trying to change me and he honored my weird. And so I got to do the same. I honored my busy. I honored that I am a doer. And with that partnership comes our ability to see how I go and how he can support that and how he goes and how I can support that. That looks like Chris staying home this year while my business did create many different facets. It didn't have the year prior. So my children have a stable person picking them up every day here while I'm gone traveling. And that was a decision we made together. And then also I take the children some Saturdays into the city so Chris can create something out of wood in the morning and explore his quiet time and creation time. And so I will say that my life does not operate at the speed it does without the stable rock that is Chris Hines, my husband. Amazing. So cool. And let's not go, I really want to dive into Chris because he's obviously rad and has just launched a business himself and is doing cool stuff. He is. It's so cool to see the two of you, but keeping it to you, because I think it's easy to think that entrepreneurs have an idea and they run and they go and it's easy. And sometimes it is, it's not without stumbling blocks, but And it's less about the stumbling block I'm curious about for you, but more like, do you ever get stuck? So it's not like when you fall, of course we fall, but do you feel like you ever get stuck? Like you're up against a block and then what do you do? I get stuck like three times a month. So yes. A month. That's great. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. That's such a great call out. I do think we think on social media like, oh, wow, that looked really simple when it was most likely six months of work hiring someone to support you or staying up till 3 a.m. to figure out a problem. I've done all of those things last month. And on the flip side of that, in regards to your question around getting stuck, yes, I do get stuck and I get stuck often. I am 35, so I only know what I know. And that's not everything, let's be honest. And so I find at this point in my life, I have matured to a point where I can check my ego and notice when I'm trying to prove something versus when I'm trying to create with intention. Mm. And I'm still finding that as a seesaw as I grow older, which is so nice. In my 20s, it was all one side, prove, 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 which is when you met me, which is quite hilarious. And then in my 30s, I've moved into a place of receive, offer, Mm. receive, offer. And so when I get stuck, I do have to ask myself, am I being of service? Am I honoring my whole self? So I look at the service I'm providing and I can see if it's getting a little off kilter. Like lately, we'll talk a little stuck here. Instagram is feeling a little something weird to me. I I need a break and I, I will take one. I'll take two weeks off in December. And it's actually though creating this weird sensation that does call on that old ego way of being, of proving. And mm-hmm. so it's a place that feels sticky. And so I'm in the question of what is it that's making it sticky? How Mm -hmm. are you being of service through your shares or is Instagram servicing you through the connection or are you lost right now? Mm -hmm. And so that service question is really cool. 
And then looking at my whole self, I mean, Steph, I could work all day, 12 hours. I could mm -hmm. go. Yeah. And I find though, after so many days or a day of that, I have too much screen time. My eyes are crossed. I can tell in my children, mm. if I'm too distracted, they're distracted. They're not listening. They're, they're pitching fits. Um, <laughs> my youngest especially demands focus and eye contact. Mm. And I can tell when I'm off. Mm. So I look to timing and I look to my people to be able to support me of Crystal say, you need to go for a run. My daughters will act out or totally rock me with the butterflies with an extra kiss that I didn't even ask for. Yeah. And those are the questions I'm navigating because I do get stuck often still. Mm. And I'm new at being a mother. I'm still newish at entrepreneur. I'm only six years in. Mm. And I find that that space though allows me to keep asking questions. So it feels good today, not right. Cause I don't think there's a right and a wrong, but so mm -hmm. it feels good to me. Amazing. Well, to that, you mentioned you have two beautiful daughters. You're six years in. I mean, what is timing really? I mean, six years, sometimes I'm sure it still feels like you're one. And sometimes you might feel like you can't even imagine <laughs> doing it any other way. I think one of the things I want to come back to Instagram, but first, one of the things that we totally count on you for is to be the beacon and the champion of vision and goals. And I feel like perhaps on Instagram, it's easy to look and think Jackie Carr's living the ultimate vision that she declared 10 years ago at Lululemon. And I just want to know, what does that feel like? What does it feel like watching the vision unfold? And does it feel like the way you wrote it back in the day? <laughs> That's such a great question. I have the vision board in front of me from 10 years ago of mm -hmm. the exact vision you're talking about. So it's quite fun to look at it. I don't think you could ever put the feeling into what it is once you grow into it. The person I was at age 25 who wrote this vision, I don't think had the depth of feelings I do now. Mm. And so it doesn't feel like what I thought it would because I was very success obsessed when I wrote it. Mm. And yet the way it feels now is deeper because I'm deeper. Mm. And so while there are elements of success, the way I've defined success is different. and there are elements of it that are bigger than I thought would be already. Mm. And there are elements that haven't caught up yet. And so, yes, the answer is yes. I am living the vision. I spoke Colorado hiking trail children. My husband actually still has hair. So that was something I did say wrong <laughs> way to go, Chris. And we are so happy, but we're also navigating a lot of questions now of, okay, we have the house and the children. And yet Chris is a Sagittarius. He's very adventurous. And I do feel there's a disruption to the vision coming, a disruption in, do we live in an RV for a little bit? Do we want to travel and take our kids somewhere while they're still young and not chained to school? Will they ever be chained to school? So yeah. it's so cool when you think you'll come and arrive at the vision and then you're done. And now we're in the vision that was written and it feels, I did take a year to be honest, to not do another vision board, mm. to bask in the glow of the vision mm. and let it be exactly what it was. Yeah. And now we're questioning, what do we want now? Because right. it looks different. Ugh. Which is so beautiful. And I remember um, actually Chip was on the podcast and we talked about failing at goals and he said, well, 
no one said you can't keep changing your goal. Yeah. I was like, Chip, you forgot to tell us that part. Like I thought it was inked on the wall and we crossed it off. And he's like, no, you just keep constantly changing it. And then you change your vision and then you get to change and write new goals. And the only thing that matters is you know where you want to go. And and you're doing it. That's rad. Oh yeah. I love failing. I fail all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Fail up. I guess we dive into the next question, which is, so, so what's next? I mean, you alluded to, it might be RV. It might be, you know, your family wise, it could look very differently. Um, But what about Jack as the entrepreneur personally? What, what do you feel like it's time for now for you? Yeah. Well, I am ready to take my public speaking to another level. I'm looking I've written down the word speaker agent. So do I need someone to be pitching me? I do it all myself right now. And Mm -hmm. I find someone could do a much better job than I could. And so I do want to continue speaking. I feel I am in the flow or I channel when I'm on a stage and it's such a high Mm -hmm. that I want to do more of that in my life. And then I also want to train people to speak. I think everyone has something to share. This Mm. is whether you're speaking on a stage to 10,000 or two people, it matters. Whether you're sitting at dinner or talking to your barista, we are always public Mm. speaking. And I do think there's a nod with screens and life to remember how Mm. to speak, to remember how to make eye contact or leave a voicemail. I love voicemail still. And... (laughs) I I still love recording it. I will never have one of those weird plain ones. So I, I know speaking and speaker training will be in my future. I, speaking of Chip's failure, I have moved the goal to write a book uh, 77 Mm -hmm. times, 77 times. Mm -hmm. And I love writing. So I am actually in a brand pivot and flipping my business model so that I have time to write next year. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that of course means that I put on there to publish my book by November of next year, knowing that nothing's set in stone, but that is my guiding light. And it is creating a lot of my choices now for how many clients I take on, what days are blocked for writing. Mm. And so that's, that, that feels really big. I have um, one of my vision boards could be like a book tour. That could be the adventure ah. with our children. So Exactly. Yes. 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 Those are the two big ones, writing and speaking. And I'll always coach women entrepreneurs, whether it's one a month or eight a month. Right now, my roster is over 30 and I am grateful for the abundance of what they are offering as well as the gifts I know that support them. So I know I'll always work one-on-one because I love it. And I do know though, that it won't be as much as I did this year. Right. Well, mark these words, Vancouver team Corker will host you in Vancouver on your book tour. So I'll be there when it's, yeah, we will bring you back to the 604. So grateful. Ah, I'm so mindful of time. And I have two questions. Do you mind if I ask two more questions before we wrap this up? Okay. Yes. Yes. Because you alluded to this in, in your, you know, plans for next year and days set for writing and, and sacred time because 
it's so needed, especially when you write your book. I want to know if you have daily routines or any daily rituals that it's, it's not that you're hard on yourself about, it's that you're actually more soft on yourself and you're like, I know that I am the best Jackie when I do these each day, or is it better for you to not have any of that in your life? That's such a, uh, it's a great question. And one I wish I could answer differently. So perhaps in 2020, I'll change my tune, but (laughs) I don't have other than coffee, a daily ritual. And you're right. I do feel when I skip it, I get really, really, really hard on myself. So right now, spontaneity is my gift to myself when rituals appear. Mm. And I'm open to that this year. My life has felt very like you've seen fast and creative and I could use a ritual for pause and I'm not forcing it. So as much as I desire to answer some wax poetic ritual for you, I don't have one and I'm, I'm excited for when it does arrive. Wait, but I think what I just heard there is you actually have a ritual of spontaneity and that is really rad. When it is snowing, <laughs> you're outside. My ritual is that you count on me to be spontaneous when the moment calls. That is some real truth because today I had 40 minutes between clients and I went sledding. So <laughs> that would be something that, you know, if I was sitting or doing a ritual I had to do every day, I wouldn't have gone sledding. And yeah. it was pure joy. So thank yeah. you. I will, I will put that in my pocket. Heck yes. Okay. And last question, beyond those whom we know are super near and dear, of course, your husband, your family, your best friends, actually maybe let's take your best friends out of this because this might, they might be part of it. Beyond the intimate family that you have chosen and that have chosen you, who inspires you? Where do you go to fill your cup, Jackie? So I have three role models that I call reflection models. Mm. And I call that because they reflect back parts of who I am that maybe I haven't met yet that I know I will love. Mm. And Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I have Mm. socks with her face on it. I have a coffee cup right now with her face on it. I am learning from her, even if I don't talk to her. I've watched both of her documentaries. I have her book. I have a child children's book. My daughter can repeat now that it's memorized. And I find having role models has been such a cool shift in very 80s, if you will. Mm. It's something I love. And then, of course, I have Brene Brown on the list. Her speaker style and her writing style is very aligned to where I see myself in the future, speaking authentically and writing books and touring while honoring her boundaries with family and Mm. speaking beautifully about her partner. Mm. And then, lastly, would be Michelle Obama. I read her book this Mm. year and I can't get her words out of my mind around tenacity, strength, overcoming struggle, and standing for what she believes in. And those three women right now are where I go to remember how to speak and to remember who I am becoming, speaking mm-hmm. of Michelle's book, Becoming. So yeah. those are my hacks right now that I that I think, you know, as kids, we always had people on posters or idealize people. And I think we stopped doing that at some point in this self-help culture. And I still would love to be self-helped with others, Renee, Ruth, and Michelle. So those are my people I go to, to write about and to ask for support, even if I'm just asking their face on my socks right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's so appropriate. And I mean, nobody is meant for the 80s like Jackie Carr is meant for the 80s. So true. (laughs) 
okay, we've gone over time. I apologize. We are on the eve of American Thanksgiving and this, I get it. I couldn't get another Black Friday email if my inbox would let it in. Oh, um, unsubscribe, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. <laughs> Last question that we wrap every podcast with is what is currently making your heart beat faster today? Yeah. What's making my, oh, today? Okay. What's making my heart beat fast today? I would say going sledding today was an act of getting up from my computer when I had emails asking me to respond and going to do something that honored another part of me. Mm. And uh, my heart beat, I slipped and fell. <laughs> Nora got covered in snow and was crying. And it was amazing. We had the best time. My dad came out and went sledding with us. And we went right down the driveway. And these details are the ones that matter beyond answering the email I can get to later. And yeah. so that is making my heartbeat is that continuous choice to be spontaneous, fun, and aligned to my whole self, not just JackieCar.com. So much more than JackieCar.com. So much more than at Jackie on Instagram. And books and babies and visions come to life. You are so yeah. rad. I am so grateful for your time. And I know that I am in the way between your rad husband getting out to nourish you. So I need to end this <laughs> right now. He does need to go to the grocery <laughs> store, you guys. I must go. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please send my love to your family. And we will add all of the links below to follow you. And just know that you're adored here in Canada. We follow you with Matt. Back at you. Give Matt and his hubby a squeeze. I, I love you guys from afar and so proud of all that you guys do. And I love that we root each other on energetically. I can still feel it. So thank you. Always. All right. You go. Okay. All right, Bye, Bye, everyone. Bye.